0: Welcome back to Subject to Cross.
1: Uh, I am co-host Pete Kratza. <laughs> what are we going backwards? You're the host. I'm the co-host.
0: Uh, this episode, uh, we're going to talk about how, how to hire a lawyer because this is a topic near and dear to Pete's heart.
1: That's true. Um, you know, it, to me, one of the things that, I, that I've that i seen from doing this a long time is that there seems to be in certain uh, instances clients or, or I should say people accused of crimes who are allowing either their fear of being stigmatized in other words the fact that they don't want colleagues at work family members friends to know they've been accused of a crime so they don't rely on people that they trust to either uh, make some contacts to, to put them in touch with a, a credible lawyer. Uh, they, they go on the Internet um, and they, they hire a lawyer or they get one of these letters from lawyers when, when they get arrested and, and just hire a lawyer based on uh, representations made in that letter, which may or may not be accurate. I just, it, it, it bothers me, and I'm not saying every single criminal defendant in Chester County needs to hire you or me. There are, are excellent criminal defense lawyers here and in other counties, but there are also criminal defense lawyers that are either not effective um, or they're just not um, engaged. They're not thorough, it, and it, it bothers me in, in our profession that there are lawyers like that you see it. You see it in district court. You see it in common pleas court. Lawyers that aren't prepared. Lawyers that haven't communicated with their clients. Lawyers that just don't know what they're doing. And they think that they can you know, do it by the seat of their pants. And, and it's a shame because it's a, a poor reflection on our profession. Um, and it's damaging to the client.
0: I think what it boils down to is advertisement and Choosing a lawyer purely on advertisement. Right. I think that's what I'm hearing. The issue well, is.
1: I agree. There are some lawyers that advertise heavily, and we don't. I mean, you know, this. You know, frankly, if we get business from this podcast, great. I'm not going to turn it away. But this is primarily designed to um, to educate people, um, and the way to to hire your lawyer is not, you know, well. I mean, Okay, you get arrested, you get, you get charged with uh, uh, insurance fraud, you get charged with, uh, with uh, DUI, and you get a criminal complaint in the mail. What may precede that criminal complaint in the mail and surely will follow it is that you're going to be inundated with letters, uh, lawyers soliciting uh, your business. And some of them will make you um, representations, um, maybe even promises, uh, and others will highlight the fact of how cheap they are um, and, you know, uh, it, and just make representations like that. My point is you do not hire a lawyer based on that mailing. There are some good lawyers that do that, lawyers that I uh, otherwise respect, but I, we don't do it. I will never do it because in the last episode, assuming it doesn't get cut, um, we talked about the fact that while I don't compare myself to a doctor generally it's pretty important stuff that we do if you know if if you you need a medical procedure you're not going to hire a guy you know to perform heart surgery on you because his letter was glossy and he seemed to know what he was doing you're going to get a referral you're going to get a recommendation from somebody that you trust
0: well and if you can't get a recommendation from someone you trust because not everybody has those types of contacts i think the point is when everyone's going to google who to hire. Everyone's going to Google well who's the best this or who's the best that. Make sure you meet with your prospective lawyer. We're all on the internet. You can't avoid it. You have to be there. For the first several years of my practice, wasn't I the bane of your existence when it came to marketing? You hated marketing. I hated marketing. I was raised. You just thought you were
1: going to well, sit at your desk and people were going to come to you.
0: No, I thought I was going to go to court and people were going to come to me. No, yeah. Well, that happens. That does happen.
1: I mean, I'm listen, I'm old school. I, you know, my... The majority of cases come to me because I've been doing it long enough and apparently well enough that people recommend me. Well, my father- And that'll happen to you too.
0: My father has been doing it long enough where when he started practicing, if lawyers were to market, it was frowned upon. Mm. So I was always raised to think that marketing was, I don't know, there was something dirty about it. Well, that's
1: why I don't like those letters. Because on the one hand, I'm trying to tell the listener, we we have like- five ten listeners yeah more than that all right but the the point is that i'm trying to explain to the listeners that what we do is important on the other hand i think that when lawyers are contemporaries send no solicitation letters it cheapens what we do and it makes them think ah geez it's like you know getting a new rug installed if i get these mailers oh look you know this is 20% off it's not that simple. And you can. the, the consequences to criminal cases and, and the way that they are resolved, it's not only whether you go to jail or not. Uh, it's not only, ah, I'm not looking at jail time for this. It's consequences beyond that, whether you're going to be able to get it expunged, whether you're going to be able to avoid a conviction, um, whether they're accusing you of things that we can quickly uh, tell you that they shouldn't be accusing you of. So you're right. Um, the The... the People will try to find their lawyers by virtue of uh, the Internet, I guess. Although I, I think you underestimate. Whoever you are, you ha- you know somebody who either knows a, a lawyer in another area of practice or who knows a criminal defense lawyer who's going to be able to get you to the right lawyer. Yeah, I you think like that's that referral. B- I think that's the best way to find a lawyer. But if you're going to use the the Internet, if you're going to even consider those letters that you get in the mail – Interview the lawyer. Right. Lawyers generally, like us, do not charge initial consultations. Pe- you know, you come in. Um, not, I'm not. Caroline's not going to charge you money. And I'm talking about criminal defense lawyers. Family law lawyers will surely charge you a consultation, and there's <laughs> reasons for that. Um, but the, no, seriously, they are Try practical them reasons. Really. No, no, no. It's because people shop. They, they'll meet with you if you're a very good uh, family law lawyer, just to create a conflict so that the opposing spouse can't. Uh, retain you. Oh, yeah. the Divorce law is nasty. Um, What we do is just much more, it's a higher calling and it's, it's, (laughs) people are far kinder to each other. But, um, no, you interview the lawyer. When people come in to meet us, we'll spend an hour with you and and you you decide whether, one, you trust us, two, uh, uh, you can afford us, uh, and three, whether you want to retain us. And if you don't, uh, what you, what we discussed is privileged. You don't, Uh, You know, we're not allowed to share it with anybody without your permission. And um, what have you lost? You've lost nothing. You're educating yourself. You're getting information. Um, So that's what kind of, that's always bothered me. Even when I was a public defender and people weren't paying for me and I would meet with a client and they would say, you're not, um, I just got a grape thrown at me. you know, I'm going to hire a lawyer, and they'd hire a lawyer for $500, and they would pay $500 for a worse lawyer. Yeah,
0: what's the point of that? Um, you know, another thing that's pretty— That better not have stained. It didn't stain. All right. It's okay. That's why I brought grapes. It was grapes. like a dead grape, too. Are <laughs> you eating them? Not the dead ones. Ew. Just bought a house. Have to eat everything in the fridge. So another thing that is –
1: You're living on Pedialyte <laughs> and grapes because you bought – you may have overextended yourself with that house then. I might have. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes.
0: Um, another thing that's really frustrating is when we meet with new clients and they've met with other attorneys and they say, well, can you promise us this outcome because I met with so-and-so and they promised an outcome. We will never promise you an outcome. We cannot control an outcome. We cannot control what third parties – and by third parties I mean judges will do – We cannot control what a prosecutor will do. All we can do is control the information we have, we're going to have, our understanding of procedure, our understanding of the law, and our personal experiences and relationship, professional experiences and relationship uh, with the adversary. And and that's all I think you can really ask for, because that's how you prepare strategy and get the best outcome in any case.
1: I've met with potential clients and invited them. I've given them names of other lawyers that they should talk to. I have too. um, Where, you know, you're getting a second or a third opinion. I've met with people that have met with like six lawyers. Now that's a bit extreme, I think. If you can't find one after the first three, (laughs) um, maybe it's you. Um, But, you know, the only reason it seems to me um, to, to not hire a lawyer is if you can't afford one. And if you cannot afford a lawyer and qualify, then get a court appointed lawyer. You should not try to handle this without yourself. You wouldn't remove your appendix by yourself. At least I wouldn't. And the other thing is
0: people ask, well, I want a real lawyer. Public defenders are real lawyers. Mm -hmm. And in our county, the public defenders are really good lawyers. True. So that's not something to be concerned about. They even Uh, hired me. Well, let's not let that be the model. (laughs) So this was your topic. Did, Did you scratch that itch? Does this feel good? Is this as thorough? Yeah, I guess. Is there anything it's, it's else? Enough.
1: Um, no, it, just to, to inform the listeners that don't allow stigma, don't allow uh, cost to to dissuade you. It's important that you hire somebody that knows what they're doing and that you trust and that will communicate with you. Uh, not somebody that you're going to hire based on a piece of paper or a phone call and never meets with you before you go to court. Or you hire you hire, and I have air quotes somebody that sends you that letter or has that advertisement, and then a different lawyer shows up. These are questions that you need to ask of your lawyer. You know, I'm hiring you, Caroline Donato. Are you the one that's going to be there? I mean, when we work cases together, the clients are aware that, you know, we're going to work the case together. Um, So, yeah, uh, it's just scratched.
0: Good. All right, so you may think you can, but you can't.
1: Represent yourself.
0: No, we already did that.
1: Oh, man. I don't know. Yeah, I, this no. whole bit thing, man. You got to right. be consistent. I'm going to ask you. You may think you can, but you can't.
0: can't. Well, it's kind of a shouldn't talk to the police without a lawyer.
1: Oh, we didn't talk about that yet?
0: Not really. I mean, Okay, we, well that's we, very important. We touched upon it, but we didn't that's really That's
1: worth that's worth hammering because that is another thing that happens all the time in terms of our Stop representation. Stop talking of to
0: police without lawyers.
1: Don't. Th- I like police. I have many friends that are police officers. Um, I wouldn't talk to them without a lawyer, because they're, they're they're there to attempt to accumulate inculpatory evidence against you, and things that you tell them that you think may be helpful might not be helpful, and. There are police officers when they tell you, we're just trying to get to the bottom of this and we're trying to figure out whether you did anything wrong. Well, what's the harm in waiting and getting a lawyer and having the lawyer in the room with you because they're not allowed to mislead the lawyer? So that's important. Don't talk to the police without a lawyer. All right. So And don't listen to a police officer that tells you in something that they are are trying to tell you is minor. You don't need a lawyer for this. You don't need a lawyer for this. I, I'm telling you that what's the harm in consulting with a lawyer?
0: The other thing is, if you're being interrogated by a police officer, if you're brought into the station or they come to you and they ask to speak with you and they tell you you don't have to, but they ask to and they say it's in your best interest to, don't. Don't do it without a lawyer. And then when you talk to them, And you're upset later that you talk to them and you hire a lawyer and you tell the lawyer, well, I didn't really feel like I could leave. No, you can, unless you're under arrest, you can leave. Unless you're being investigated for a crime on scene and you're being detained for that purpose, you can leave. Do not engage in a conversation with a police officer about alleged crimes and your involvement in
1: those alleged crimes without a lawyer. You, uh, it is the absolute rare case that you're going to be able to talk your way out of being charged. If they think you did something, then they're likely to charge you. And if there's some doubt in their mind, well, then hire somebody like us to, to decide whether that's legitimate or whether <laughs> – I, I mean, I've had cases where a prosecutor will say to me, and they're normally younger prosecutors, yeah, we'd love to hear from your client. You know, we'd, li- we'd like your client to come in and talk. All right, well, if they tell you X, Y, and Z, um, are you going to withdraw? Or are you not going to charge them? No, I think we're going to charge them anyway. Well, what am so I, an what's idiot? The point? Why, why am I going to have my client talk to you? So, you know, that happens a lot. You may think that you're, oh, I'm doing great here. I'm I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really uh, uh, convincing them. You're not.
0: Yeah. Okay. You don't oh my know God, this. We have another bit. Do you not like the bits?
1: Uh, the bits are, are hard for me, but go ahead. Why are
0: they hard for you? Uh, I, Let's get to the root of this. It's
1: structure. It's too much structure. Put your ahead. hands
0: away from your face. Oh, all right.
1: What's the what's the next bit?
0: You don't know this, but Pete is a cat fanatic. Oh my God! They probably
1: know that already. You know how would they? they know that? Do you know that Donna sent me a picture of like a twenty-six pound cat on Facebook yesterday, and and it was like as they were trying to get this twenty-six pound cat adopted. And she's like Pete Kratza question mark. Well You know what I said?
0: Yes. No.
1: Only if it eats four of my other cats first.
0: You know what? You you I act have five like, cats. You act like you don't want four cats, but you bring in stray cats. Um, and let's not forget that you're a cat person.
1: I like uh, I grew up a dog and a cat person. I, I You can't you know, be both. Yeah, you can. No. I had seven dogs. No wait. What? Four, Four dogs and seven cats, something like I had like. Did you live on a farm? We lived on like five acres in Faux Delco. Um, so yeah, we had a lot of dogs, but I don't, uh, dogs to me are limiting. Like I can you know leave the house and not worry about the cats for a while. Dogs are too needy. Get a
0: French bulldog, and then you can leave the house for a while.
1: So says you. And they just sleep. All right, so you don't have to do this bit?
0: Uh, and that was the only part I had.
1: So, these bits don't have to be related at all to the topics that we're talking about? How do cats relate to choosing a lawyer? It doesn't. Let me see if I can figure out a way to. um, No, I I cannot even uh, begin to draw any sort of a a relationship between my love of cats and why you should hire me as a lawyer. Well, I
0: mean, we're not trying to draw. uh,
1: Compassion, empathy. Oh, I don't know about that. No? You don't know about that? (laughs) Oh, man.
0: No, the whole point of the last bit, you don't know this, but something personal about us or our practice, uh, is so that they can get to know us. Uh, and I thought everybody right. should know that you bring in stray cats from your neighborhood because I think Well, that's they're weird. not from the neighborhood.
1: They're from rescues.
0: Well, that's a nice thing, but that's not the stories you said. We had
1: a neighbor's cat that right. lived with us for a long time. I know. The I neighbor's... don't consider that cat
0: our cat. How long did that cat live with you?
1: Mm, probably... A eight year? months, something like that. Yeah, okay. It lived in part of our house where it didn't like other cats. So we just couldn't use that part of the house for a long time. So you ridiculous.
0: let someone else's cat come into your property yeah. and take over
1: part of your and house? call her and say, you know, your cat's on our property. And it would be cold and the cat would be pawing at the window. What am I going to do?
0: Call rescue.
1: No, it was an owned cat. All right. Well, I You're think... looking at me like that's some sort of a flaw of mine. That's compassion.
0: You would leave the office early because you had to address this cat you know we... all the time. <laughs> it Was a cat real?
1: <laughs> that was just an excuse to get away from you.
0: All right. That's. It Did for you this. know
1: that the real reason I left the office was yeah. was that a bit? No, oh, that's okay. an
0: answer to a possible yeah, not, bit. I'll have to all get right. Hang of it. Signing off.
1: Bye.